0: you guys hear me okay? Um, my name's Sean. I'm the worship pastor here, and I'm so excited today. Um, that song, I just had to get up and play that song, The Battle Belongs. Most of you are used to seeing me with a guitar on, and there's this belief that I never take it off, <laughs> but I have it off. I have fell asleep a couple times with it, I must admit, but um, You know, we have this subject we're talking about today in the Conquer Darkness series, and it's a tough subject. It's a subject of temptation. And I know a lot about temptation, okay? I spent several years out in Los Angeles, and um, I started out in a town of 365 people. I was in my early 20s, and I dug this old van out of a snowbank about this time of year back in the late 80s. And uh, I put a set of used tires on it, and I drove it all the way across the country to Los Angeles. And I didn't know a soul in Los Angeles. And I got to Los Angeles, and you know, this is 14 million people. And I was to the outskirts of the town, and my first thought was, what now? <laughs> what, what am I going to do? There's more than one gas station in this town. <laughs> so, um, but I knew that I wanted to follow my music dream. So I, it was a Friday night when I got there, and I was tired, but no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find the music scene. So I started driving around Los Angeles, and I ended up on Sunset Boulevard, and I hit the Sunset Strip, um, where all the, the rock clubs were and everything. And um, I remember it well, because as I pulled down, and this is the late 80s, so you got to remember this, all i seen on both sides of the streets was hair and spandex. LAUGHTER <laughs> And I'm like, I've arrived, you know, but, um, (laughs) do you guys want to see what I look like back then? Okay. Don't show it yet. Uh, You guys got to laugh. If you don't laugh, it's going to be awkward. So go ahead. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Notice the bullet belt and the stonewashed jeans. Remember stonewashed jeans. Um, I never did wear the spandex. I stayed away from that, so you guys should know that. <laughs> but i seen a lot of stuff when I was in Los Angeles. And at first, it seemed so glitzy. It seemed so great. And I remember it was like this cake. It was like this chocolate cake that had chocolate pieces on it. You just couldn't wait to dive into, right? But over the years that I was there, and um, I dug in and cut into that cake, it was rotted on the inside, okay? It was rotted because when we fall into temptation, we go a way that's not our purpose. God has us for a purpose. We have a purpose in life. And when you follow those selfish temptations, you start going down this road that's not where God wants you to go. And it's not even where your purpose is. And it eventually, it doesn't end so good. But I do have a happy ending to this. I, I, I moved back to Wisconsin, and um, I gave my heart to the Lord. And when I did that, he, he gave me um, an awareness that I've never had. He gives you an awareness when you have the Lord living in you. And I, I'm so excited to talk to you about this, because I know some of you struggle with temptation. And I think I can give you some words of advice through all of what I've been through. Sometimes when you've lived through these things, it helps. And I want to start out um, with scriptures. So I want to start out with... Um, see, I'm not as, as good at, with the Bible, you know, flipping like <laughs> Pastor Sam is yet. But I'm going to start in 1 Corinthians 10.13. It says, the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, He will show you a way out. He will show you a way out so that you can endure. So, we're gonna talk about how does God do that? How does He show us a way out? You know, I can say this, and temptation in your life are no different. You know, I was in um, Los Angeles. And I seen a lot of sins that I was like, how did you even think that one up? <laughs> you know, it was like, I never even would have thought that up. But um, the temptations were the same. The temptations were the same that you deal with here and everywhere else. There were temptations of wanting things more, of wanting more money, the temptations of sexual immor- immorality, and all of those icky things. Um... We're still at the bottom of everything, so I'm excited to um, talk about how God shows us the way and how he showed me the way out of it. And um, I want to ask you a question to start out, you know, have you asked the Lord to show you a way? And we're going to get into that a little more, because I struggled with this. When I gave my heart to the Lord, I was like, well, I'm praying to the Lord, but how do I know what he's showing me? What is he telling me to do? You know, he's not ultimately coming down and speaking to me. So how do I figure out this? You know, and I was praying about it. And I happened to have a a music event that Stuart and Jill Briscoe were speaking at. And um, I don't know if you're familiar with them, but Stuart and Jill have wrote a lot of best-selling books. And um, they've also, uh, Stuart Briscoe was a senior pastor at Elmbrook in Milwaukee, which is a a really uh, great church. Um, and so I had this chance to ask him this question, I and said, I said, Stuart, I, I just want to know what the Lord wants me to do. I want to follow his purpose, but how do I know? How do I know it's just not me convincing myself that that's what I should do? And Stuart, um, he, he looked at me and he said, you know, Sean, maybe the Lord's putting it right in front of your face. Maybe it's right in front of your face, but you're looking around it all the time because you're looking for this sign, this miraculous sign. Take a look at this clip.
1: Talk back. Tell me what's going on. What should I do? Give me a signal. I need your guidance, Lord. Please send me a sign. Uh, what's this joker doing
0: now? <laughs> I realized that was so true in my life, and maybe you guys can relate to that too. A lot of things the Lord was putting right in front of me, but I, would, I didn't want to see that. That's not what I wanted to see. And so I'm really excited to share three applications that the Lord gave me. Um, and He gave me this through prayer, and He gave me this also through the Bible through scriptures in the Bible. And we know that when Jesus was in the wilderness and being tempted by the devil, that he went back to the scriptures too. So it's um, to start out with, to show the way, when God wants to show you the way, pray and go to the scriptures. And that's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna show you these three things that the Lord um, um, gave me that really changed my life. And the first one is to run okay? Run from temptation. It says all over in the Bible to flee from temptation, flee from idolatry, flee from sexual immorality. It's all over in the Bible. And the one that the Lord led me to was Paul talking to Timothy, who was starting a church, and he said, but you, Timothy, are a man of God. So run from all these evil things. Run from them. Pursue righteousness in a godly life along with faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Now that sounds easy, but is it really? I want you to, I want you to take a, a temptation that maybe you're struggling with. I know this is tough, um, and I don't want you to dwell on it. I want you to stay with me, but we're going to follow this through. And um, So think of a temptation that you personally may have struggled with in the past or you're struggling with now. And I want to ask you, are you looking? God says He will show you the way out. But are you looking for that way out? Um, Let me give you an example. Um, My good friend Bo, many of you know him, he's on the worship team here. And he struggled for years with drug addiction. And the Lord took that temptation away from him. But I got a call a few months ago, and it started like this He said, Sean, don't worry about this. (laughs) I'm like, I hate when a phone call starts with, don't worry about this, right? First thing I'm going to do is worry. But he said, there's this uh, party, and my old band called me, and they want me to come and sing a couple songs. And and it's going to be at that club I used to play. And I said, "Is, is that that same club that has a lot of stuff going on that's not good? He's like, yeah, but you don't have to worry about it, Sean. He goes, and I said, you know, I think you should pray about it, Bo. And he called me a week later, and he said, you know what, I prayed about it, and I called him back up, and I said, I'm not going. That's not who I am anymore. I said, you know, and that, that was when you look inside, and you're actually looking for what the Lord, sometimes you gotta, you might have to change your lifestyle a little bit. You've got to know your weakness. You know, you've, uh, 90% of the temptations that I used to have, I've avoided simply by just running from them, evading them. So I want you to think about that temptation. And is there a way? Is there a way that you could have evaded it? And you know, a man's got to know his limitations. Man's got to know his limitations. I had to include that. Sorry. Um, That's one of my favorite sayings. But it's so true. You should know your weakness so that you can work on your weakness. Um, The second um, thing I want to talk to you about is to stop dwelling. This is the toughest one. Stop dwelling on temptation. The Lord led me to this verse in the Bible. He said, In Romans 13, 14, instead, clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ and don't let yourself think about ways to indulge your evil desires. It sounds kind of churchy. Clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. What does that mean? That means when you have the Christ in the center of your heart and you're asking him all the time for guidance, that's when you clothe yourself. And, um, I used to work as a quality manager, and I remember I tried to do this. uh, I'm kind of a statistic kind of person, and I wanted to do a study to see how long I could have the Lord with me in the decisions I made. Not thinking about, you know, the Bible or anything, just the Lord with me in the day-to-day decisions. And man, I was appalled. I failed terribly. I would be like, half the day would be gone, and I'd be like, I never thought about the Lord once. I never involved Him in any of my decisions. And um, you can train this. You know, this is something that you definitely can train in your life. And you really, though, you have to pull into Jesus in the center of your life. Jesus in the center of your heart. And after a while, it becomes almost weird when that doesn't happen. So you kind of go the other way. Um, Check out this video. Don't eat your M&Ms until Mommy comes back, okay? I'll be right back, but you don't eat them until I'm done. Okay. I
1: don't catch them. Oh. Don't eat your ex. Don't eat your ex.
0: you notice how that kid took the other kids? They didn't take it, so he wasn't. Uh, I think that's, that's really funny. But, you know, how often have you ever caught yourself, go back to that temptation, into that temptation five or ten minutes before you even realize it, and you're like, man, I've been dwelling on this bad thing for, you know, you can, you can train that self-control in. Um, and I'm going to give you a third thing. And the third thing I'm, I'm really excited about because I've talked to you that maybe you have to give some things up with running from temptation. Maybe you have to give up some th- ways that you're thinking about things. This third thing is something that you can replace it with. And it's a tremendous thing that changed my life. And it is to start serving. Okay, I know that doesn't sound amazing, but it is. It's changed my life. I remember when... Um, Year, many years ago here at Ripon Community Church, Pastor uh, Randy um, was a worship pastor, and he asked me to play guitar. And I was doing a lot of things. And I remember at first I was like, um, I don't know, I, you know, I'm in a band now. And here again, right, the Lord right in front of me, putting something right in front of me. I don't know, I'm kind of busy. I got this other band, you know. Uh, worship team, worship team. And, uh, but... I did. I joined the worship team. It changed my life forever, and you can ask anybody here that I look around this room, and I see so many people that serve. I see the hosts, uh, children's ministry, um, student life, and you guys know, but um, just ask them. The joy in your heart, what you can get, it changes your character, because what happens is you start thinking about different things than just your own self. You start thinking about others in a way and you start to realize that it's a freeing experience and i can tell you that there's a verse that the lord led me to and it's um it's uh, galatians 5 13 he said for when you have been called to live in freedom don't let don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature instead use your freedom to serve one another in love that's what it feels like. It, it feels free. It feels like you got out of something that you always wanted to get out of. And if you combine these three things, if you run from that temptation, if you find ways to stop dwelling on that temptation, and you... Find ways to start serving. Not just the Lord. I'm talking, you could be outside of this church. Anything that serves others and loves others. It's a tremendous change in my life and it will change your life as well. You know, Lent is a time when we look for God to conquer darkness in our lives. And we're going to go into more detail on that in the weeks leading up to Easter. But this is a perfect time to be talking about Temptation, And I'm excited today that we get to do communion because communion is not just a ritual, okay? Communion is a heart change. Communion can restore your heart back to the Lord. You can find your way back. The Lord wants us to remember that he shed his blood on that cross and that's mournful, but he conquered sin and death. And that's something to celebrate. So when I look at um, the Last Supper and I look at doing communion, I, I look at that as a celebration. And it does say in um, Corinthians that we need to examine ourselves. It says So anyone who eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord unworthily is guilty of sinning against the body. And the blood of the Lord. That is why you should examine yourself before eating the bread and the cup. That's a tough one. This is a commitment though. And I've got news for you. You're all unworthy. None of us are worthy. So what I want to do a little bit different today is I'm going I'm to play a little bit of uh, music and I want you to take this time to be with the Lord, okay? And then we're going to do communion. I'm going to sing a song. I'll give you some time just to be with the Lord. And then if you want to sing the song with me, you can. Or if you just want to continue to reflect. Um, So I just have to get my guitar here.
1: Chair that waits for you, and a friend who understands everything you're going through. But you keep staying. There's a light of hope that's shining Won't you come and take your place But through the cross you've been forgiven You're accepted as you are
0: So we're going to take communion and um, these are a little hard to use, there's a little plastic uh, piece that's thin you got to pull off to get to the bread, I'm going to pull that off. Give you a chance to get that out, I know sometimes it's hard, I struggle. So anyone who eats this bread or drinks this, oh, I'm sorry. Jesus broke the bread in pieces and he said, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup This cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me. Will you pray with me? Dear Lord, we're so thankful that you love us so much that you would die for us and conquer sin and death that we may have a relationship with you. And we just ask that you open our minds and our hearts to you, Lord. That you may show us the way, but that we'll be looking for that way. And we want to follow you, Lord. Please show us the way and give us that courage and wisdom to follow when you're showing that. Lord, we just love you. In Jesus' name I pray.